discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified. Today, I want to share some few things with you between today and tomorrow. Okay? Yeah. And uh, I'm trusting God. It's, it's a very difficult thing to be able to know what to share with God's people. It's not a small thing. Sometimes you can pray for days and you still not see what to see. It's amazing, yeah. It's different when you are preaching what has been preached. But when you are Asking God for what to share with these people, like fresh message should come. It's not a small thing. It comes with a lot of things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the, the whole day, since I mentioned I was going to come here, I started thinking about what to share with you and asking God, what should I share with you? I've prayed, fasted, I've done all kinds of things. I was not getting anything. Can you imagine? It wasn't coming. It wasn't coming. Even today. Today I was... Praying the whole day, I've not gone anywhere, I've not stepped out of the house, I've been in the room the whole day, just trying to find out what to share with you. Yeah, and as at six o'clock, I still didn't know what to share. Six p.m. is what's the time now? Seven twenty-three. Yes, I didn't know what to, but I sat in the car anyway and came. When I got downstairs, I didn't know what to share with you. When I climbed up, I didn't know what to share. When you came to, who took my tablet? Someone took my tablet and brought it here. I didn't know what to say. And God told me, take the tablet and sit somewhere. So just when I went to sit down there, in the space of five to ten minutes, I think, then what I was supposed to share with you came to me. Can you imagine? Sometimes God can wait, and when I hold the microphone, then it comes. Yes, because normally God does not want you to tamper with it in any way. If he reveals it to you earlier, you may tamper with it sometimes. So he decides not to give it to you until you get there. I went to Obasi to go and preach. I'd been praying. We have a church, a very nice church in Obasi as well. I've been praying, you know, but it wasn't coming. The other times too, just when I pray, immediately, even before I pray, I'm moving around, doing something else, and then the message is coming, just like that. It comes, just comes like that. It's an amazing thing. It's a miracle. It shows you that what we are doing is not by might. It's not because of a mind calculation. It's just by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When I stood before them, as I was going, I drove from Kumasi to Abuasi in, in, on Sunday night. I was, as I was going, I, nothing. When I stood before them and I looked at their faces, then God told me, share this. Wow. And I, the scriptures that I used were more than 150. I was surprised. Yes, just right then, then. About 150 scriptures. I said I was going to talk to them for 45 minutes. I spoke to them for two and a half hours. And nobody, nobody, was, nobody was tired. It shows you it's God. 
It was a very, very powerful meeting. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I'm believing God that this evening's meeting will also be very, very powerful. Hallelujah. And it will help you. Okay. If you go to 2 Corinthians chapter 1, let's start. Let's start. Okay. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Let's read from verse 20, 21. 2 Corinthians 1, 21. It says, Now he which establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us as God. Verse 22. Who has also sealed us and given the endness of the Spirit in our hearts. Moreover, I call God for a record upon my soul that to spare you I came not as yet unto Corinth. Then it says, Not for that we have dominion over your faith. Not for that we have dominion over your faith. But our helpers, we are helpers of your joy. For by faith ye stand. We are helpers of your joy. You see, Paul wanted to go to Corinth and go and share the word of God with them. Then he said that, uh, I, I'm coming to you not because um, I want to dominate, have dominion over your faith. In some places, some people have dominion over people's faith. Do you understand what that means? Let's read the Amplified. Probably the Amplified will help us understand it even some more. Not that we have dominion over you and lord it over your faith. Have you seen it? Lording it over the people's faith. Sometimes in some places they tell you what you need to bring you your healing. In terms of which material to use to bring you your healing. So in some places they sell all kinds of things. You have sand being sold, stones being sold, naphtali balls being sold, water being sold, onions being sold, apples being sold, inkuto being sold, candles being sold, what? Tortoise shell being sold, snake scales being sold. I mean, all kinds of things. It's, it's called dominating your faith. They show you what you can use. What you must use, not can, what you must use for your faith to work. But it doesn't work like that. The only material for faith is the word of God. Suppose it's not that I'm not coming because I want to lord it over your faith or have dominion over your faith. I'm coming to help you in promoting your joy. He says, rather, that we work with you as fellow laborers to promote your joy. Have you seen it? To promote your joy. For in your faith, in your strong and welcome conviction or belief that Jesus is the Messiah, through whom we obtain eternal salvation in the kingdom of God, you stand firm. It is your faith in Christ that matters most. Your faith in Christ and in his word. That is the most important thing. The rest is just gimmicks. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, so, faith is not... Uh, Faith is not something that we play with. Faith is very, very important. The Bible says that for by faith we stand. You see, is this, this, the, go, go to the King James. You see it there. For by faith ye stand. Have you seen it? By faith you stand. By your faith, your standing in God is dependent on your faith. Okay? And your faith must be embedded in the Word of God. If your faith is not located in the Word of God, it won't work. It won't work. Your faith must be based on God's word, not based. Some people have faith in men, in people. <laughs> Go to Jeremiah chapter 17. Let's read from verse 5. Jeremiah 17 from verse 5. He says, That's the Lord. Cares be the man that trusted in man. Have you seen it? Cares be the man that trusted in man. Your faith should not be in man. You see, faith is, I have not seen it. But because it is being said, I believe it. 
For instance, someone can say, I'll buy you a car. You believe it because you have faith in a person. You can see him. He's there and he has said that he'll do it for you. And you believe in his capacity to do it. If someone who has not bought a car type promises you that he's going to buy you a car, I mean, your faith will be shaky, isn't it? But if someone who has built a $5 million house and owns about 15 cars is going to give you a car, I mean, well, well, I mean, you'll be very, very happy about it. Automatically, your faith is, 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 is uh, stead. I mean, you'll be happy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. But God is telling us, don't trust in man. Don't do your plans with a certain man in mind. Sometimes we plan and we have our uncles and our aunties and our wives and our cousins in mind. As the means through it. Like if you are thinking about the future, you always have, okay, so if this person gives me 10,000 Ghana, this person gives me, I can't do something. I can't do. When God promises you something, immediately he promises you something, you start thinking about human beings. Yeah. Has it happened to you before? Yeah. Yeah. It's a mistake. He says, cursed be the man that trusted in man and maketh flesh his arm. The one who makes flesh his arm, his re- what he rests on, what he trusts in. <sighs> and whose heart departed from the Lord. His heart is departing from the Lord. He doesn't take the word of God so seriously. Like what God is saying is not so remarkable for him. Real faith, there are different kinds of faith. There's something called the God kind of faith. The God kind of faith comes through the word of God. Do you understand? What has God said? I believe it. I believe what God has said. I believe in God's capacity and in God's ability to do what he has said in my life. And I know he will do it. Matter of fact, he has already done it. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the next verse, verse 6. For he shall be like the heath in the desert. The one who trusts in man shall be like the heath in the... We don't understand. Message. Let's see if message version will say something. He's like a tumbleweed. Tumbleweed be that. You don't understand what tumbleweed is. Go, go, go to... Good. Okay. He's like a bush in the desert. I have a bush there. We understand bush. Like George Bush. He's like a bush in the desert. Which grows in the dry wasteland or on salty ground where nothing else grows. Nothing good ever happens to him. Nothing good. The one who makes man like your plans in, in, the, in your life is based on a certain man. It's based on a certain human being. Now, you may be saying, oh, I mean, I don't. But your, your company, you like your, the company you're working in. You, you Sometimes you say to yourself, if only I can work in this company, everything will become fine for me. My life will become fine. I'll get some dollars and everything will be fine. You're making a mistake. You are falling into this category. He says, nothing good will ever happen to him. Yes. Nothing good will ever happen to him. Hey. Your faith must not be in men and in things. Your faith must, your faith must be in God's word. Okay? In God's word. Go to the next verse. Verse 7. But I will bless the person who puts his trust in me. This is God talk, talking. He says, I will bless. Go to King James. Blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. The guy who trusts in God and whose hope the Lord is. It's only God who is his hope. I'm not functioning by whatever. I, I don't have anybody in mind. 
my father cannot help me. My mother cannot help me. My uncles cannot help me. My father-in-law cannot help me. My mother-in-law can I know it. I got to know long time ago. It's good when you come from a certain background. Yeah. The kind of background I came from, I realized that, Charlie, there's no hope from anywhere. I was only limited to the world. If I don't believe in God's word, it's finished. Yeah, because I know where I'm coming from. Yeah, I know where I'm coming from. I know that without God, I'm finished. Everything will not work for me. I know it. I was not born on a heap of cash. You see, those who are like that, it's difficult. It's a little bit difficult for them to trust God. Yeah, it's a little bit difficult. Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. Next verse. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters. The man who trusts in God will be like a tree planted by the waters. And that spreadeth out her roots by the river, and shall not see when heat cometh. He shall not see when heat cometh. When heat comes, he will not see it. When they say that the country is difficult, that man will not see it. You will not see it. Bishop Poedopo said that, I, I don't know if heat came. If it came, I never saw it. Because he's functioning by the scripture. No matter what happens, I'm still cool. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because my faith and my trust is in God. And shall not see when it cometh, but her leaves shall be green, ever flourishing, and shall not be careful in the year of drought. He shall not be careful when there's economic problems. He shall not be careful when the bucket of tomatoes is changing from 50 Ghana cities to 100 Ghana cities. He shall not say, okay, these days it is too expensive, so let's, let's reduce it, let's tighten our belt. He shall not be careful. I'm like that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know about you. you. You have to be like this. Yeah, see, I'm like this. I'm like I'm like this guy. Yeah. The one who makes God. I mean God. Nothing else. God. God and his word. Stop looking at people. Stop looking at people. Stop making plans with people in mind. Even with your customers in mind. Sometimes, sometimes God says, God says He's giving you, He's going to give you a certain amount of money. Then you start calculating your customers. Okay, so this is my customer. He will bring this amount. This is my customer. You are making a mistake. Thirty people a day. You are making a mistake. You are making a very big mistake. Look unto God. Look, just look unto God. Take your eye from everybody. It has happened to me so many times. When I'm not looking at people, God says, I'm going to do this. Way. And I'm not looking at people. I'm looking at God. And God does it himself. He sometimes uses people I didn't even think of. Last day, I was expecting a certain amount of money. I was expecting some 20,000 cities from a certain man to do something in church. That man's 20,000 has not come to date. Since last year, January, to date, it has not come. And this is a very rich man. It has not come to date. But from an unexpected source, last year, that this man who gave the 20,000, last year, January, he had lost his job. Last year, January, he had lost his job. But by March, he had gotten more than 300,000 Ghana cities and came to give me 20,000 Ghana cities that I should just take it and be happy. Can you imagine? So the source I was thinking to come from, if I had put my, my eye on it, it won't come. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
but her leaves shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought neither shall cease from yielding fruit he shall not cease from yielding fruit you shall always be bearing fruit continuously going higher and higher your life that's why the bible says that the path of the justice has a shining light because the just looks unto jesus he looks unto god and looks unto his word hallelujah hallelujah Listen, let, let the word of God, let God and his word be the only things you look at. Okay? Yeah, you are better off. You are better off. You are better off. Hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are better off. Faith. My faith in God and his word. I know my future is secure because of God and his word. Not because of somebody. Because God has said that my future is secure. My future can only be bright. My future can only be better. My future can only be bigger. I'm going to get bigger and greater and more glorious by the day and by the years. I'm not talking like this because I have some plans. I'm like, I know there's some money, heap of money, some investment. My mind, my, my trust is not in investments. What is investment? Do you know when the company is going to collapse? Those of you who are into all kinds of hallelujah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Bitcoin. Hey, Bitcoin is going up, it's going up. Challenge, challenge. You see the way that's dropped. Like that. If you put your hope in, like your faith in things, eh, they will tear your heart. They will remove your heart and they will just, just disturb you. Let God and His Word. You see, I'm confident in life not because of my father or my mother or where I'm coming from or the car I'm driving or what. No, my confidence. Before I started driving, I had confidence already. Yeah. Yeah, because God gives me confidence. God's Word gives me confidence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 3 21. It's a popular scripture. I think you know it, isn't it? First Corinthians 3 21. What does it say? Read it together. One to go. For all what? Is this coming from a certain human being? No. Who is the one talking? God. God has inspired, inspiring the man called Paul to write this. It's God's word. The Bible says that all scripture is inspired by God. It's divinely inspired by God. Everything you see in the Bible is God's inspiration. It's by the inspiration of God. It's God breathed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what we are seeing here is God talking, not a certain man talking, not your brother who is who is in America. A lot of people depend on their brothers in America. Yeah. If it's in UK, you are in trouble. You will never send money. The UK people they don't have money. They never have money. Have you realized it? They always also have money. money. It's not their fault. There's no money in the system. There's no money. They are not lying. They are telling the truth. <laughs> Ten pounds is not a small thing. Sometimes when someone from, someone from Ghana goes, to, goes there and is traveling around and spending, they wonder what you have been doing in Ghana. How come you have money like that? They don't have anything. Their homes, well, a, a home in London can be from here to here. Yes. It's a three-bedroom house. From here to here. Three-bedroom. One bedroom is like from here to here. Another one then the hall is there. Then the toilets are inside somewhere. You have to move like this in the room. <laughs> <laughs> All things are yours. All things are mine. So it's not it's not man, it's God who is talking to me. So I walk around like all things are mine. 
It doesn't matter what you have in your bank account. There shouldn't be any. Don't worry about what is in your bank account. Don't worry about what you have on your in your pocket. Don't worry about it. God says all things are yours. So because God is saying, you see, who is God? If you don't understand who is talking, you see, you can believe. You remember I mentioned the man who have, who has bought a five million dollar house and has fifteen cars. You remember? Yeah. If he says he's going to buy you a car, you don't have a problem. Just one car. Toyota Corolla. Ah, what is Toyota Corolla? To someone who's driving a, a, a Phantom, yes. Maybach, or any, although he's driving, these are cars he's driving. He says, I go buy you Corolla. What is your problem? Do you worry about it? No, no you go home and you sleep and you start announcing to everybody that Charlie, I get some. Watch out, man. I'm coming, man. You're going to see, man. Is that what you do? Why? Because you know the one who is talking. You know him. You know his capabilities. You know his abilities. You know his power. He's capable, eh? Capable. He's capable. Isn't it? Yeah, and you are, you are fine. You start talking. You start sharing. You start telling people. Yeah. That is how faith works. It's as simple as that. If you, you see, if you don't know God and who he is and what he can do, you will not understand. You will take what he says for granted. And you'll be depending on human beings who can poo-poo and wee-wee and their poo is not popcorn, their wee-wee is not coke. If their poo were popcorn and their wee-wee was coke, it would have put them at uh, silver bed. Yeah. It would have been crap. It would have been very, very powerful people, isn't it? Watch them. We'll go and watch them. But they are not, nothing. They can't do much. Today they are there. Tomorrow they are not there anymore. They can just say, I'm going to Kumasi and come. They will not come again. They can say, I'm going. They will not come again. They can just go, I'll see you tomorrow morning. They'll go and sleep. They, they, don't, they don't have the ability to keep their life. Their breath was not... Was not they, they don't, it's not self-induced. It is given by God. Yeah. If God decides actually, you're breathing, you have breathed too much. <laughs> you have overbreathed, it's okay. He will just take his breath away. We are talking about God, the one who created the heavens and the earth. Has your father done something before? He created the heavens. I mean, we are talking about God. So God says, All things are yours. If I were you, if I were you, eh, no matter what is in my pocket or what is in my bank account, I'll behave and talk like someone who has who has all things. Everything is mine. All the cars moving around are mine. All the roads that you have done are mine. All the banks that are there are mine. Every single thing is mine. Because God says, This is God. He says, All things are yours. I don't care what is happening around me. That is what the Bible says that while we look, we says we shouldn't look at the things which are seen. If you look at the things which are seen, your 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 view will reduce. But the way to to you see the rich man says, I'm gonna buy you the car. And it has taken one month. And the car has not come. Do you does your trust in his in him and his abilities reduce in any way? No, it's taking one month or it's taking one. He said, I'm gonna buy you a car. Don't worry, I'm gonna buy you the car. And it's taking one year. The car has not come. When you see him, what will you do? Will you start crying? You see, meanwhile, his phantom, he's still driving his phantom. He has even bought, bought other cars. There are other, for other people. And he said, don't worry. He's buying, he's still buying for other people. He said, don't worry, I'll get home. Don't worry. That's your, that's your confidence reduced in any way. So, you see, there's an element called patience that functions with faith. Okay? As you exercise your faith, 
There's something called patience. If you ignore patience, you let your, your faith reduce. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'll talk about that. That's actually what I'm coming to talk about. Patience. But I want to help you understand faith more. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> You'll be announcing. You'll be announcing to people. All things are mine. All things are mine. All things are mine. Whether it be life or death, or things past or things present, or things to come, all things are yours. And ye are God's. He says, you are, you are Christ, and Christ is God's. Look at the next verses. Next verse. Look at the next verse. Verse 22. Whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world, he says, the whole world is yours. Or life, life is yours. Or death, death is yours. All things present, all things to come, all are yours. The whole world is mine. The whole world is mine. Meaning that when it's time for me to travel to a certain country, I don't need to struggle about it. Yeah, this is, what is Visa? Visa is mine. Everything is mine. When the time comes, I'll go. Yeah. It's called faith. That is, that is, it says, by it we stand. Yeah. By faith we stand. That is what we stand on. Not faith in men, faith in God and His word. His word. His word. What has God's word said? What has He said? I'm confident in it. I'll stabilize myself in it. Okay? Yeah. God says, You never forsake. He says, by, who, by whose stripes ye were healed. You were healed. You were healed. I trust what he has said. Irrespective of what, is what I'm experiencing in my body. If my body, my body is paining me, there's some cancer. I don't care. I don't care. He says, God says. Jesus came. Jesus is God. Do you know Jesus is God? How many of you know Jesus is God? He's fully God. He's not half. Fully God. This is God who came into the earth. When he came and someone did not have eyes, the person did not have eyes. He spat on the ground and made eyes and put it into the sockets eh, in there. And the guy started seeing. Has your uncle done some before? <laughs> no, you're a doctor. Have you done some before? No. So if God says that you were by my stripes, you were healed, forget about your, your problems. Sleep. I'll sleep. Sleep. So there was a day. Go to Matthew chapter 19, I believe. Go to Matthew chapter 19. Let me show it to you. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 18, rather, from verse 1. Are you there? Yes, Pastor. At that time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them. He called a little child, small boy. Put them in the midst of them. And said, Verily I say unto you, except you be converted. Except you be what? Converted. Some conversion must take place. <laughs> except you be converted and become as little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Except you be converted. <laughs> you are too old in your mind. Hallelujah. Except you be converted. Go back, go, go up. Except you become. I like it. Verse 3. Except you be converted and become as little children. I mean, you see, if you tell a child that I'll buy you an airplane, 
the child, the child believes, every child believes that the father can do everything. Do you, you know that? Like, your father can do, your father is more than Superman. Your father can fly, your father can, he's more than Batman. He's every, every super, superhero put together in one. Your father can do it. You believe. Is it not true? When you were growing up, you realized that you, your father, what you, what you have believed all this, it's not true. I, I, I don't know if you realize what I'm saying. Yeah. As you were growing up, you became more whatever. He was always sufficient. It's like he can do anything. He can do anything. If you say, I want to eat jollof, jollof will happen in the house for you. Whatever you say, ice cream, it will happen. It will happen. God says, convert and become just like a little child. Faith is like that. I mean, you have to be like a little child to believe whatever God says and not think about it. Okay? Yeah. That is what will help you. Faith, your faith is what you require to do great things. The whole of Hebrews chapter 11 is a record of people who walked by faith. And the great things they did because they walked by faith. How can Moses get to the Red Sea? And they are coming to cross the Red Sea. Okay? Have you seen a sea before? How many of you have seen a sea before? If you have not seen some, tomorrow. Just college, just up here. Just some few minutes drive, you get to the sea. Just go straight. You'll be there. No cab, no bend. You enter the sea, you just continue. <laughs> <laughs> you see, the sea is huge. If you stand at one end of the sea, you will never see the other side. Never. No matter what sea it is, you will not be able to see the other side. Just blue, big blue, whatever. Just goes, goes, goes. The sea is bigger than the earth. Yeah. Bigger than the, the solid, the land mass. It's bigger. The oceans are big. They've got to the Red Sea. And <laughs> God tells Moses that stretch forth your, your hand. Stretch your rod onto the sea and divide the sea. With what? <laughs> now, remember Moses had done, he had done engineering in Egypt. Yeah. The Bible says that he was schooled in all the seven levels of education in Egypt. Yeah. He had done engineering, he had done architecture, he had done agriculture, he had done astrology, he had done all those things. He had gone through the square and had become a general. Yeah. Moses was a general. He was a mighty, it's in Acts, the book of Acts, Acts chapter 7, it, was, it says he was mighty in word and in deed. History says that uh, Moses led the, the Egyptians to conquer the Ethiopians. Yeah. Very great man. Now he's subjected to foolishness. <laughs> Faith always looks like foolish. It looks like you are being foolish. You see the way I'm talking? It's like, how can I be walking around and telling everybody all things are mine? Pastor, you have to be you have to be a, a little you have to be a little discreet. Why what's all this you all things are mine? Yes. The banks are falling. Yes. Yeah, it looks like foolishness. It's clear that but it says it is foolishness. God has chosen the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. It looks like foolishness. God told him, stretch your hand onto the, 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 the sea and divide it. I'm sure this was these are some of the thoughts that were going through Moses' mind. How are we going to cross? You see, they should, they should have been constructing a bridge. Yeah. Moses had made everybody go and cut a tree somewhere and bring it and then they start, okay, Aaron, you'll be, you'll be the one doing the sawing. You'll be sawing the things and then this guy will be chiseling, this guy will be nailing the things and all that. But he didn't do that. 
Boats. Get boats, get boats so that we can go. Over three million people. God told him, stretch forth your hand on the sea and divide it. Is that not foolishness? Oh, be honest. Is that not foolishness? That's great foolishness. You just sit down and start crying. But Moses stretched forth his hand. He believed God. Like a child. Like a, it's only a child who do that. It's not only a child who do that. Only a child who do that. Stretch forth your hand over the sea. This is sea. Sea. He was a military man, so navy, never, he had naval, naval knowledge, naval intelligence. He knew it. God told him, stretch forth your hand and divide it. It is complete foolishness. Complete foolishness. That's how faith is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. Yet God says that for without faith it's impossible to please him. Go to Hebrews chapter 6. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. <laughs> he says, without this particular thing, you can't please me. Without this kind of foolish, foolish living, you can't please me. Are you surprised? He says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. Without faith, it is, it is impossible to please God. Without faith. I mean, you say you believe in Jesus Christ. Did you ever see Jesus? Did you ever meet? Oh, I believe in Jesus. Don't think I'm doubting our, our faith. I'm just trying to let you know how foolish, naturally speaking, it is. Like if you use your mind, logically speaking, you use your mind and you think about things, you realize that it's like, that's why some people are arguing on Facebook and arguing on the internet everywhere that we have no, what is, who is Jesus? Jesus was whatever. They, they are just saying all kinds of things. Because we've not seen him with our eyes. We were not there when he was there. You love and we just join a couple of that is full of glory. We don't know him in terms of touching him and feeling him. And I mean, they say seeing is believing. Is it not true? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's true, isn't it? Even Thomas wanted to see whether he had risen from the dead. If you don't see, how can you believe? But God says, don't see. If you don't see and you believe, that is the right thing. That is the right. Not seeing him is believing. Believing seeing is not correct in God's books. Not seeing is, belie- is believing. <laughs> Faith is an interesting thing. For without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. That he is. Hmm? That he is. The word he is is actually the same as I am. You must believe that I am. You must believe that I am exists. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. All those who diligently seek him, who earnestly with their hearts believe in what he says, will have rewards. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Stretch forth your hand and divide the Red Sea. <laughs> God tells Abraham, who is 75 years old, that I'll give you a child. 75. And God even waits out of his hundred before he gets a child. When he was weak and it was impossible to even do any physical... You understand what I'm saying? He couldn't do anything. It's like, you don't like my message. He couldn't do anything and God gave him the child. And after that, God gave him more children. More children. The Bible says that faith made Sarah become so attractive that... The, the pharaoh of Egypt, first of all, wanted 
Rebecca, uh, Sarah, for his, for his wife. He took him to marry him. To marry her, I mean. Then Abimelech, the king of the Philistines, also took Sarah to marry old woman. But because of faith, she had been renewed. Faith. Oh, it looks like foolishness, but it works like magic. It works like magic. It works like magic. Hallelujah. 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 How many of you are understanding what I'm saying? Faith. Without it, it's impossible to please him. It is impossible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, all things are mine. All things are mine. Yeah, I believe in what God says. I believe it. And that settles it. I believe it. I believe what God has said. I believe what he's saying. I believe it. I believe it. Therefore, I will act the way he says he has made me, or the way or, or, I'll do what he says he has, he, has, he has made me, or behave the way he says he has made me, and act as though I have what he, he says he has given me, because I know who is talking. It is God who is talking. These are the credentials of God. I'm just trying to show you the credentials of God. Okay? I'm trying to show you the credentials of the one who has spoken and said that all things are yours. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. He's the one who divided the Red Sea. Same guy who made someone who was more than 75 years old give birth. More than 75. Yeah. The Bible says that Sarah, Sarah's womb was dead. She had gone beyond menopause. She had gone to menostop. Menostop. Nothing was happening. But she conceived and gave birth. Even when they told her that she was going to give birth, she said she, she smiled. She, she laughed in her hands. She was like, hey, am I now going to have pleasure now that I'm almost, I'm almost gone? But God did it anyway. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is God. Do you believe in God? Yes. Yeah. That's how we read the Bible. We read the Bible so we know the credentials of God. We know the credentials of the one we are dealing with. We know the one we are dealing with. Three Hebrew boys believed in him. He said, we'll not bow down to your golden image. They said, we'll put them in fire, in the furnace of fire. I know you know some of these stories. That's why I'm not showing you where they are. But they are in the Bible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They put them in a, in, a, in a burning furnace, heated seven times hotter than his usual heat. The guys who were going to throw them into the fire got bent. Whilst we are throwing them in the fire, they got bent. So the people, the, the three boys, hopped into the fire. They hopped into it. The Bible says that they were, they were walking in the fire on sky. There was nothing wrong with them. Nothing. If this God says all things are yours, why? Why? What is your problem? <laughs> no, you believe in that man, isn't it? You believe in that man. But if this God says all things are yours, it's like, oh, he is the one talking. He's the one telling you that your future is bright. So no matter where you are in this, in this, no matter which corner you are in, he says that your future is bright. Your future is full of glory. I believe him. I believe him. I don't care what is going on. I believe him. I believe him. I believe him. I believe what you said. I believe what you said. He is able to perform. The one who has promised is able to perform. I believe it. And that settles it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Faith is that currency that 
brings things on the spirit to the physical. It's a currency. That's what brings things on the spirit to the physical. You read the Bible, the Bible lets you know, for instance, if you read in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, he says that, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We are blessed with every single blessing that you can think about. You see, but you look at your life, you realize that it's like you are not, you are not blessed. The, the currency, what will cause that thing that is in the spirit to come to the physical, is called faith. And that's what I'm describing to you. Do you understand? Yes, Pastor. Yeah. If you go to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, go to 2 Corinthians 8 9. It says, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be rich. Meaning that he has made you rich. Isn't it? Now you look at your life, you realize that even 100 ganasses, getting 100 ganasses to do something is a problem. Now, how do I bring, how do I, this, this, he has made me rich. He has blessed me with all spiritual blessings heavenly place in Christ Jesus. Spiritually speaking, you are too complete. You are too complete. Go to Colossians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. You see, Colossians 2, 9 and 10. For in him, the fullness of God that is pleased to dwell bodily. And ye are complete. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of God that bodily. Then it says, and you are complete in him. You are complete in Christ. Which is the head of what principality and power? We are complete in him. Meaning that there's nothing outside that is supposed to be inside. And that's, there's nothing inside that is not supposed to be outside. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, you are complete. God has made you a complete package. If you are born again, everything you require and need for life and godliness has been given. Yeah, Second yeah. Peter chapter 1 verse 3 is there. According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertains to life and godliness. So in the perspective of God, he has given you everything. But the means of converting what he has given to you for you to from the spirit because God is spirit everything that God does is spiritual okay it's spiritual now to bring that thing from the spirit to the physical the currency the money that is used to purchase things on the spirit to the physical is called faith not faith in a certain man faith in God's word believing in it as a child Except to be converted and become like a child. You cannot, you cannot enter. It looks like foolishness. I believe what God has said. And that settles it. I believe in what he has said. And that settles it. I believe it. I believe it. I'll live like it. I'll live like it. I'll talk like it. I'll behave like it. Because what God has said is true. Hallelujah. <laughs> What God has said is true. No, how can you see a man who is not working? A guy has not worked for years. Okay? You go there and then you say that. Okay, let me show you a scripture. <laughs> go to Acts chapter, Acts chapter 3. Yes, Acts chapter 3. Let's read from verse 1. Acts chapter 3, verse 1. I want to show you how people used to put their faith to work and it worked for them. And they became fine. It looked like foolishness. The instructions are it's foolish instructions. Foolish instructions. It was the day Jesus saw a man whose, whose hand was wedded. 
his hands was withered like this. It had kept into his armpit like this. That's how his hand was. Jesus sees him and says, stretch forth your hands. No, no. If I could do it, <laughs> if I could do it, will my hand be inside my, my armpit? What kind of instruction is that? He tells him, stretch forth your hand. <laughs> it's not all foolishness. Yeah. But because the guy knows him, he knows that he has done some other things for some other people. Yeah. He knows. He was there when he saw the guy who could not walk walking. Yeah. One guy was brought into, into, into Jesus' meeting. They were having a meeting. The place was packed. They, oh, they took his, the, his roof. It was Jesus' house. They, took, they uncovered his roof. Jesus was so rich. When they were taking his roof off, he didn't say, hey, 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 hey. What is that? He, he didn't say that. He allowed them to bring the, the mat into the room right in front of him. And when the man came, the guy was lying on the mat in front of him. He said that your sins are forgiven you. Rise up. Take your mat and go home. <laughs> no, if I could do it, would, I be, would they have brought me through your roof? <laughs> but because of the instruction, because of the word that has been released, because of the word of God, the guy stands up. And he stands up. If he had said that, oh, what's all this? Uh, if I, I, I can't do this, well, that's why. Uh, you see, the. There was another day Jesus went to another place. Okay? He went to his own hometown. Yeah. In Mark chapter 6. Let's go there and then we'll come back to this place. Okay? Yeah. Faith works so. Yeah. It works like magic. God has said it. Because God has said it, I believe it. I believe it and therefore it will happen in my life. So I act like it. I act it out. It's called doing the word of God. Knowing the word and doing it. The two are called faith. Faith is an active word. It's, it's a verb. It's a doing word. It's a doing. You do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 6 verse 1. This Jesus. The Bible says, And Jesus went out from thence and came into his own country. His own country and his disciples followed him. Next verse. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished. When they heard him talking, they were, they were still like, ah! From whence has this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? It's not this the carpenter. It's not this the carpenter. We know him. We know because. Oh, yeah, could you mommy? It's me, the man. And not so, I'm a healer. Ah! Is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James? They knew his brothers and his sisters and his mother. They were the ones who were putting pampers on him. So they could not believe in him. It was very difficult for them to believe and have faith. Now he's saying that he's the son of God. And of Judah and Simon. And now not his sisters here with us. Are they? And they were offended at him. Look at the result of their unbelief. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin and his own, his own house. Next verse, verse 5. And he could there do no mighty work. He could there do no mighty work. Do you know why? Because you will lay hands on someone who is blind and say, Eyes, be, be open. The guy will say, Me hush you. Me hush Yeah, he tried. The Bible says he could there do no mighty work. Meaning that he tried. He could not. God could not do it because nobody respected what he was doing. 
Nobody could believe him. They didn't, they didn't have access to his credentials. They knew, but the, the knowledge, the natural knowledge they had of him was, was overthrowing the other knowledge they had. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. 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 The guy is dead. How can he respond? He got to Lazarus' tomb. When he got there, he spoke like you will call anybody from the room. The guy was dead for four days. And he was locked up in a tomb somewhere. Jesus got, got there and said, Lazarus, come out. <laughs> and the guy started walking out. Came out. Alive. This is the one we are talking about. So if he says, calm down, your future is secured. I mean, sleep. 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 I'm living in a certain house right now. Eh? I don't have to think about food. I don't have to think about... I just wake up, eat, bath, and go wherever I want to go to. That's how God wants you to behave. He wants you to behave like that. Just Relax. And enjoy God. Relax and enjoy what He has said. Okay? Don't let anything destabilize your peace. Do you understand? Don't let lack destabilize your peace. Whatever you are seeing today will not remain like that. It will not remain like that. Your condition will not remain like that. It will change. I'm showing you how to make a change. Just believe God. You see, you need to know his word. If you don't know his word, you can't believe in, me, in him. You can't. Believing has to do with hearing the word. If you don't know his word, go to Romans chapter 10. Let's read from verse 12. Romans 10, 12. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. Verse 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Next verse. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? Meaning that believing is very important. Then it says, how shall they believe in whom they have not heard? Meaning that if you don't hear, you will not believe. And how shall they hear without a preacher? Meaning that if you don't have someone teaching you, you will not be able to hear to believe. <laughs> That's the biggest mistake you are doing. If you say, I can read my Bible. Church is too important, brothers and sisters. It's too important. Okay? Tell me about church is too important. Church is too important. Listening to the word of God is too important. I showed the scripture to those in Kaswa yesterday. Let me show it to you. Keep your finger here. Go to Acts chapter 8. Acts chapter, Acts chapter 8. Let's read from verse 29. Acts 8 29. Now, this story has to do with uh, a certain man called Philip who was a preacher. He was doing a wild evangelism somewhere and God told him to go and stand somewhere and wait for a certain man called, uh, he was an eunuch from Ethiopia. So he's called the Ethiopian eunuch. Okay? He used to serve uh, the queen of Ethiopia who was called Candice. So that's what God said unto Philip. Go near and join thyself to this chariot, to this particular chariot that is moving by. So he went. And Philip ran there and heard the man sitting in the chariot read the prophet Isaiah. He was reading the book of Isaiah. The guy was reading the book of Isaiah on his own. And said, so Philip asked him, do you understand what you are reading? Because he was reading the thing, he was reading. And Isaiah, okay, was reading. Like those people who say that they, they don't need church, they have to be home, they can be home. They are just reading, reading. So he asked him, do you understand what you are reading? And he said, the man said, how can I? <laughs> 
can I understand? Except a man. A man. Some man should guide me. There's a man sent from God to guide you. If you don't receive him, you will not be able to receive faith. I'm telling you. Except some man should guide me. And he desired Philip that he, should, he would come up and sit with him. Go to the next verse. Look at this. This is so important. The place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter. And like a lamb down before his sharer, so opened he not his mouth. Next verse. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from there. This was what he was reading out loud. And Enoch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet? Of who speaketh the prophet this? Of himself or some other man? Is the, is, is the prophet talking about himself? He's talking about. He didn't even know what it meant. So you can be really, you, you see that sometimes you open your Bible and you start sleeping. Have you realized? You open it. It's like a sleeping pill. If you want to sleep, just pick, pick it up and you start sleeping. It's like it's not what I'm saying. Is it true? It's true. You need to be guided. Yet you come to church, it's like the pastor is putting scriptures together and it's making sense. Like, hey, how? How does it? It's from God. There's a man sent from God to guide you. He asked him, is, is he talking about himself? He's talking about somebody else. Look at the next verse. Then Philip opened his mouth and began at that same scripture, at that same scripture, and preached unto him Jesus. At that same scripture, at that same place, which he could not understand, he preached to him Jesus Christ and opened his understanding to Jesus Christ and he got a result of being born again to the extent that he was able to get baptized. He was baptized. From that same scripture he had been reading, which he did not understand. I see what I'm talking about. Yeah. So if there's not, if there's no man to guide you, the word of God will not produce results in your life because there's no man to guide you. You are reading about the mystic, the Pharisees. <laughs> Hallelujah. What do you think? How shall they hear except they be a preacher? How? Go back to that place. Romans chapter 8. So Charlie, you, you, have to, you have to listen, okay? Let me show you another scripture. I love yes, this line. So can I show it to you? Yeah. Let me show you another scripture. Sure. Don't sit at home. Maybe you should get the message I preached at well. I preached about education of human spirit. And I spoke about the location for education, spiritual education, the textbook for spiritual education, and the teachers for spiritual education. That's what I spoke about. Maybe you should get it. There's a textbook for when you went to school, didn't you? You see, he's a doctor. Would you become a doctor by looking to the skies? Or you are looking at the cars on the road? When the cars are passing, you just looking. When they ask, What are you doing? I'm becoming a doctor. Is that what you did? That's what you did. There were textbooks, physiology books, anatomy, uh, badger, isn't it? Pathology books, surgery books, medicine books, psychiatry. You read those books, and from those books, you became a doctor. Now, were you reading the books in your house? No. Was there a location for you to be in to receive education? The textbooks were with you, but you couldn't understand what was going on. You needed a human being called the teacher to stand before you and lecture you and show you what to do with the textbooks. That is how you become a doctor. You want to become spiritualist, whatever. <laughs> there's, there's an education. There's a location. It's called the church. There's a location for it. Did you sit in your house for the teachers to come to your house to come and teach you? 
what are you talking about? You have to move. If you like village, you'll be surprised. Move to that location. Very early in the morning. And stay till they say you they are tired of you. <laughs> then there was a teacher teaching you. Same with spiritual things. You want to be educated spiritually? There's a location. It's called the church. There's a teacher. It's called your pastors. There's a book. It's called the Bible. Okay? Yes, That's what I preached there. Maybe you can get it. Yeah. How shall they preach? I said they be sent. As is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Next verse, verse 16. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who have believed our report? Verse 17. So that faith cometh. How does faith come? Faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. So it has to be preached to you. As you are listening, faith is coming to you. So as I'm sharing the word of God with you now, faith is coming to you. Faith is being ministered to you right now. Maybe when you came, you didn't even believe that all things are yours. But now you believe it because it's being preached to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's an anointing on God's word. And as it's shared with you, it starts working in your life. And causes you to produce results. Just like you have in the Ethiopian in life. You see, faith. See, faith. Faith. Yeah. I believe. God has said it. I believe it. And that settles it. I will never be poor in my life. life. Listen, I started saying these things when I didn't have anything in my pocket. I know my pocket too. I know how my pocket has. You know me. You've known me for years. Yeah. You know my house. Yeah. When was the last time I went to my mother's house? Hasn't it changed? It has changed. It has become better. It's becoming better and better. Yeah. My mother's house, there was no, uh, that was where I grew up. That was where I lived. There was no ceiling. You see the roof as you are lying down. You see the roof like this. The chancing. You see the chancing with the wood. You see mouse moving. You just moving like papa, papa, papa. I'm telling you, yeah. You're moving. <laughs> How has it changed? Is it because a certain uncle brought $100,000 for us? No, 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 no. It's called the word of God. It's called the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Faith. Say faith. Faith. Will you put your faith to work? Yes. Yeah, so just get to know. Get to know what the word of God says. All things are mine. I will never be sick in my life. I will never be sick in my life. I will never be sick in my life. So when there's a pain in my body, I don't say, I don't start announcing to everybody. Why are you announcing to everybody? Why are you announcing to them? Charlie, my intestines in here. I say, atai tari. How do you know you have How do you even know you have intestines? Who told you you have intestines? Who told you you have intestines? Listen, people give birth without wombs. They give birth without wombs. They give birth without wombs. There's no womb. But they believe in God's word. And they conceive and give birth. And the doctors are wondering what is going on. Yeah. And he's called God. He's called God. He's bigger. He's bigger. Master of the universe. What can't you do? What can't you do? What can't he do? The problem is what the, 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 the question is what can't he do? What? How complicated is your life? How complicated is your life? If he took Abraham by the hand and prospered him and increased him and gave him every single thing he needed in his life, why wouldn't he do the same for you? Why? Why do you think he will leave you on the way? He will not leave you. Yeah. 
That's the scripture I want to leave you with. That's the last scripture I'm going to go. Philippians chapter 1 verse 6. Says being confident of this very thing. Paul says, I'm confident. I'm confident. Paul, Paul knew him. He said, I'm confident of this very thing. Being confident of this very thing, that he which has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. He will bring it to a perfect conclusion. Don't be afraid. That you see, the Bible, the Bible mentions, be uh, be not afraid. Fear not. 365 times in the Bible because he doesn't want you to be afraid. Don't entertain, entertain fear in your life. Always thinking about what is going to happen. Hey, what am I going to do with myself? Hey, what am I going to do? Where's money going to come from? Who's going to marry me? Who's going to marry you? <laughs> Are you bigger than God? Where, 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 where am I going to meet the, the guy? Who am I going to meet the lady? Who am I, what money am I going to use to marry? What money am I going to use to do the business? Stop asking all those questions. Do you know how the bones in the baby are formed in the womb? Two fluids meet. Have you seen a, a lady's eggs before? The ladies, you, you go to the men's. Do you see the eggs coming out in the pump? In the I nearly said pampers. <laughs> in the in the uh, whatever in the tampoon or uh, how do you call it? In the sanitary part. You don't see you don't see the egg in there like because you can cut them. Because you are not by here are Is that what you? There's nothing like that. There's nothing like that. It is minute. You need the microscope to be able to see it. How many of you have seen sperm before? What I've been seeing is not your sperm, it's your semen. It's semen. You, the sperm is so small, you can't see it with your physical eyes. Yet the sperm and the egg fuses. Two fluids. Look at your head. Look at how big your head is. The, the fluid has become a big head. Can you, can you know how it became like that? It says, just as you don't know what's, how, to, how those things come to be, stop asking God some foolish questions. How is this going to happen? How is, this, how is that going to happen? Just calm down. Relax and stay in God. Hallelujah. The Lord is true. What he has said he is able to do. Being confident of this very thing. That he who has begun a good work. He will perform it. Yeah. My future is bright. I will, I will never go down in my life. I'll always keep going higher. I keep going higher and higher and higher and higher. Every single day of my life. My life is getting better. I'm getting stronger. I'm getting greater. By every single day. My path is shining brighter. And brighter. Onto the perfect day. Because I believe in God. And I believe in His word. I'm like that tree. Planted by the rivers of waters. I will never see it. When the heat comes, I will never be careful in the times of drought. I keep going higher. I keep going higher. I keep going higher. I'm expanding. I'm expanding. I'm increasing. Every single thing I do flourishes by the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Lift up your hands and just begin. God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314 or send an email to info at christworldinc.com. God bless you.